0: It's now time
2: for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 941.
3: An Ohio man is behind bars. He's charged with first-degree murder and the death of a Glenwood teen. A judge set a December trial date for Mark Troutman. He's the 27-year-old respo- uh, accused of shooting and killing 18-year-old Katie Weber Cole Earlier this month, Troutman is from Ohio. He'd been identified as Weber's ex-boyfriend. He was tracked to a Glenwood motel and arrested. And he's scheduled for arraignment later in October. The trial date, as I said, is scheduled in December. He remains in jail on a $5 million bond. And until they finally get uh, an Omaha's mayor is finally on her way back to work. Uh, one week after a fall sent Mayor Jean Stothert to the hospital, the mayor's office says that Stothert will be back in the office today. She's been working from home as she recovers. Last Thursday, she fractured a vertebrae in her lower back while walking her dog.
2: Can she, she, she
1: tripped and fell? Obviously, can she sit? Right? Like, do we have to
2: a donut? Get do oh. put a donut on that chair. Might have to use the donut. Did we ever find out? Was it her cactus? <laughs> I think
1: her tail. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know if it was the coccyx.
3: They just always said vertebrae. Is that considered the same thing?
2: Your lower vertebrae? is a
3: coccyx considered part of the vertebrae that's the butt
1: bone right yeah i've fallen on that before that is just not fun it's paralyzing oh
3: i bruised it
1: once yeah that's just awful and you just it's like
3: it's a pain in which you don't it's a part of your body you never give any consideration to how often you use it until it hurts all of the time yeah and then you realize you're like i am constantly hurting pain yeah (laughs) like this
2: the, is the coccyx it. is your tailbone. Okay. Did they say she broke her tailbone?
3: They said she broke a vertebrae. C
2: O C C Y X.
3: Yes, I think it's different. So okay. I think she must have done something in her back as opposed to her tail. Uh, the Big Ten Conference is honoring the member uh, the memory of University of Nebraska football player Sam Foltz. The Big Ten is going to use a commemorative coin that honors the lives of the Husker punter and Michigan State's punter. Uh, this Mike Sadler, he also died during that car accident in Wisconsin back in July.
2: Did you this- see la- last weekend, so when when Wisconsin played Michigan State, Michigan State did the, the tribute to their kicker like we did with Fultz where they had the flags. Yeah. Massive flags in the crowd. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool. Both schools, Wisconsin and Michigan State, both
1: uh, honored the guys. Man, it, it was such a big hit to all of the Big Ten. Yeah, all the Big Ten. And even, yeah, even when uh, Oregon came to Came to town. They wore Sam's sticker on their helmet. And they some guy left a, a bouquet of flowers, um, like some flowers on on the field on the sideline. For wow. it. I mean, it's just Sam was like I everybody guess,
2: here. He was. I mean, obviously it's tragic. He's young and he's yeah. a good kid, but like he really was this amazing character. I mean, it was a big, big personality that we lost. Yeah,
1: like so a leader. This, this well, week, this weekend, is weekend. The coin, right? yeah. So
3: this all this week. So you know, all the games like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, it's gonna be used okay. for the coin toss. But Nebraska's going to play their Big Ten home opener Saturday afternoon against Illinois. It's a homecoming game. The 12th ranked Huskers, they opened conference play with Northwestern on the road last Saturday and won, but we're 4-0 this season, so keep it going. Sam
2: reminded me, the Sam Foltz loss reminded me if people, a lot of people probably listen and don't remember Brooke Baringer, but it was like Brooke. Uh, yeah. I remember when Brooke Berger, it was like... <laughs> Oh my God, it was like somebody that had everything mm-hmm. all that youth and potential and their whole world on a string to be gone. I mean, that talk about a moment that makes you feel mortal. Yeah, like, that Brooke, Brooke and Sam are too. ones where you're like, How am I still th- alive? Yeah, how
1: are you still alive? <laughs>
2: no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> no, you feel bad. Do. You're
1: like, literally, only the good die young. Yeah, that just impacts it's such an impact, you know. Well, but, it's you know, a great and, tribute. I mean, Brooke's it's got neat that meal. statue. Yep, he does.
2: Uh,
3: President Obama is calling his first veto override a mistake. The Senate and House voted overwhelmingly to override the president's veto of a bill allowing the families of 9-11 victims to sue Saudi Arabia. Fifteen of the 19 September 11th hijackers were Saudi citizens. The president said yesterday that he understands the concerns of 9-11 families but called the vote political. The White House has argued that the bill could strain relations with Saudi Arabia, which is a key U.S. ally in the Middle East.
2: So what's the regret? He was like,
1: "Yeah, I don't understand once the they reverse he was like, oh, my sorry, bye. find the wrong thing. Not good. Uh, yeah. yeah. What
3: is- I mean, I, I I imagine that he probably, for political reasons, I mean, they voted for it for political reasons. He probably vetoed it for political reasons. And but did, I
1: mean, then he reflected on it later. I'm yeah, guessing. I guess he
3: said that, it, you know, he considered, I didn't realize that this was his <laughs> first veto. Yeah. I mean, it's like, dude, you're like four in the door. I mean, seriously, it's like T minus to you. I mean, you probably have packing boxes in the closet right now and you're this is how long it's taken. So that's kind of surprised me. I guess I didn't realize that there had not been a use of it before this point. Uh, The U.S. is going to send another 600 troops to Iraq. Iraqi forces are preparing to retake a key city from ISIS. President Obama says it's a somber decision every time he sends U.S. troops into harm's way overseas. Uh, He did a town hall event in Fort Lee, Virginia, yesterday, and he said the new contingent is going to become part of an existing advisory and training force in Iraq. Uh, prosecutors investigating the downing of a Malaysian airliner in Ukraine say that the pro-Russian forces shot down the passenger jet. Prosecutors from the Netherlands, Australia, Belgium, Malaysia, and Ukraine are conducting a criminal investigation into the 2014 downing of the flight. So All-
2: it's, it's sort of validating what they said from the very beginning. This is what the Russia. News was yeah, from this very is what happened. Yeah, that the Russians uh, shot snuck it down. in this uh, BUK. B U K. This. Uh, Missile. Anti-aircraft um, battery, missile battery. It's a pretty high-end deal. It's like a tank that you can, it's a, like a mobile tank that can shoot this pretty um, powerful surface-to-air missile, blow that thing out of the sky. And then you remember there was footage of it rolling back out of Ukraine. Somebody yeah. got a photograph of it. Yeah, I remember that. So this is, I mean, I don't know who they can plan it on, but um, they call them false flag operations, where you
1: make it look like the other guy did it. Okay. And Putin's done this a lot. I mean he's got a long history. So what happens if they find him find that you know Russia guilty of doing this? Well that would be well, a violation.
2: I mean that that would be They just did. So stuff's pretty awkward. I mean it was mainly on the flight were where what the Dutch.
3: Yeah, know? the Dutch the du- it was a Dutch civilian investigation because uh I think it was a was it a um Netherlands oriented or uh, originated flight, right? But there were a lot of Dutch citizens. So, like the the people that were involved the Netherlands, Australia, Belgium, Malaysia, and Ukraine they all had citizens aboard that flight, and so
2: it, and was, it was a Malaysia flight. Yeah, man. talk about a bad couple of years for Malaysia. I
3: know, uh, but the shot they're, they're saying that the flight was brought down by a Russian made missile, and now they're tying it back to actually a pro Russian area of eastern Ukraine where they went in. Uh, you know, fired off the shot and no. then rolled
1: back into Russian territory. Just innocent creepy. lives. Uh, I think it was probably an accident. I don't I, know. Well, I well, what would. That's what I was going to say. How can you comfortably push the button at a? Well, commuter? the
2: theory would be is that you're trying to pin it on the oh, rebels. That's terrible. Yeah, that's what they're. Yeah, and then justifying why you send in troops.
3: Like, sort of like a gaslight, like, a, like mm-hmm. look over here. But do you think it was an accident that they chose that flight? I mean, I would think that that would seem pretty intentional. They
2: had shot down a bunch of planes. Uh, They've been shoot, shooting down, um, I think, cargo planes and stuff like that. And one of the early speculations was, did they think it was something else? Like, they thought it was a cargo plane.
3: And then all of Didn't realize they a sudden, they're shooting down a commercial
2: liner. Yikes.
3: Uh, so, first, we had a super moon. Uh, to be on the lookout for. And then, you know, everybody was talking about the blood moon that was happening last year. Well, now it's all about a black moon. This Friday night, a rare and invisible black moon will rise. Similar to a blue moon, which is two full moons in a single month. A black moon is two new moons in a month. But the way it goes, it's like it's literally illuminated from the back. You can't see it. So it's black moon rising. The last black moon happened March of 2014, but not everybody thinks that this is like, oh, what a cool celestial event. There's like uh, the England's Express newspaper, which is almost like news of the world, you know, type of tabloid-esque. And they say that the black moon could bring with it worldwide destruction and the second coming of Jesus Christ. So T minus people, you've got till Friday night to get all your ducks in a row. So
2: we'll see nothing?
3: No, it'll literally be like a black spot in the sky. It's pretty cool looking like I was looking at images that NASA put out there of like previous black moons. The thing that'll be interesting is, is that they say for stargazers, you will be able to really see the stars because it'll be illuminated in a moonless sky. Like there won't even be the light of the moon dimming the lights of the stars. So if you wanted to really go out there and watch a cool star show, that's a great night
2: to do it. And a blue moon is like a pressed ham. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Blue moon. Yeah. Two full moons in one month. Um, do people do pressed hams anymore? I don't. Your know. friends press it up against the glass. Okay, put it on the glass. <laughs> I mean, that used to be a thing. Yeah. You're driving down the road and somebody honk, honk, honks and you look over and there's a butt, butt up against the glass. You're like, I mean, hey, like,
3: it's
0: delicate
2: to do though. Not when is that ever not funny?
3: <laughs> it's delicate to do though because you know it's usually. It's it's definitely male based humor, so you've gotta worry about the extra pieces. Like you really gotta make sure that oh, you yeah. just get Don't the move. Go that far.
2: <laughs> yeah, fellas pressed moon. I'm just saying you don't ham.
3: you don't want to have a teardrop.
2: Oh god. <laughs> oh, I don't no. even know. You're in new territory. <laughs> I know. What's a teardrop against the glass?
3: That's what I'm saying. What do you call that besides illegal or offensive <laughs> or a reason to hail a police officer and have that person restrained? But yes, nobody wants to see the pressed teardrop on the glass.
2: Oh man, I'm thinking like truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. We got
3: to we gotta think about it. I don't go into your Urban Dictionary. They always have like we like think we discover something. They're like, oh no, this yeah. is well worn territory. It's so isn't disgusting. that so sad that yes. it's <laughs> so
2: cynical? You go to Urban Dictionary and they're like, yeah, it's we've there. had that word for nine thousand. years.
3: Whatever, dude. That was like such a, a a thing in the early aughts. You're like, okay, well, it's new to me. Yeah, so the stars are. Uh, the, the, keep an eye for the stars. Uh, as a, a another little note, the stars that you know we changed the zodiac sign has not. That's the message from NASA earlier this week. We talked about how they've add, NASA's added thirteenth constellation to the Babylonians, you know, like sky calendar. But they say that that doesn't necessarily change your like astrological sign. So a lot of people were concerned. They just wanted to set the record straight.
2: Molly, uh, Urban Dictionary says that's a pasta maker. <laughs>
3: what? What oh, really that doesn't seem what I don't understand
2: when, when you press your fellas against someone's car window,
3: it's a pasta maker that doesn't seem like a, a how would that oh, you always
2: that? gotta go all the way in with the urban dictionary when you press your fellas against someone's car window <laughs> and they roll the window down, catching some skin in the window jam that's a pasta maker that's terrible,
3: so like it would be that's squishing out like, oh, like like pasta maker. I'm trying
2: to imagine.
3: Like it squishes it. I gotta see. I'm thinking that.
2: more like a Play-Doh machine. Yeah.
3: Ah. Uh. uh we'll so. Keep working. We'll keep, of, you know
2: what? We'll keep working. Perfect. <laughs> we'll do the work. But thank
3: you for we'll bringing up pasta. Right. That is always my diet fail. Pasta is one of those things where it's like I'm doing just fine until somebody's like spaghetti, and then I'm like I can't stop.
1: Uh, That's the I guess. Black moon.
2: <coughs> hey, real quick though, moon. if we want to leave people listening with yeah. one piece of Urban Dictionary <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. homework today, yeah. Your word, your phrase of the day is dog in a bathtub. Dog in a bathtub. Nobody. And
1: move on. Okay. okay.
3: Just terrible. <laughs> Party just. <laughs> yeah, just move on. <laughs> is that me? All right. I so a lot of, of things. Molly a
1: picture of the white moon.
3: Oh, brother. Is uh, it you?
1: No, it's not. I don't have uh, an ass photo yet.
3: He's like, not yet. Not in this
1: arsenal. <laughs> you don't want to see that, man.
3: Uh, I guess so. A lot of things <laughs> cause people to, you know, um, uh, become overweight, uh, some of it's just genetics, some of it's bad decisions, but they say that there uh, are many, if not more, that are saying that billions of bacteria living in our guts may be the biggest cause. Uh, bacteria in and on the human body, as there are human cells, over the past few decades, uh, they've slowly started untangling how bacteria can influence our health, and they're saying that they looked at it and they said that possibly they 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 did a sample of twins and they analyzed everything, and they said that the, the proportion of gut bacteria seemed to be inherited.
2: Whether you have good bacteria. This is the whole deal where they're getting out into this fun term. Fecal transplants. Right. What
3: is that? That it's you want to get like now. new. like You want to replace it. Because it could just be that you're predisposed due to your bacterial makeup that you got from birth to just not be able to fight the weight battle. You're saying so they, think they some
2: skinnier people have, for some reason, whether it's coincidence, skinnier people have a healthier... Gut bacteria, okay, more efficient, so digest better. There's such and everything. thing as good bacteria. It's like while well, we talk about the probiotic and all that right. stuff, and
3: so they're saying that there is there's a promising treatment, fecal transplants, where it would populate <laughs> your gut with bacteria from bacteria from lean people, so people who it. have like skinny skinny bacteria. So
1: people are uh, taking feces, like eating fe- top eat- it. Don't wow. say what you're thinking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can look up, there's, I've seen headlines called uh, Do It Yourself.
1: Yeah. Oh. Hmm. D- Where they tell you D-I-Y how you-
2: your, and there's like a guy, dig.com had this article on how a guy did it, and he literally went to a hotel room to do it, because in theory. Is that messy? Well, his theory was you, can't, you couldn't do it at home because your bacteria is there. everywhere. Is everywhere. So you so got to so find
3: a clean space. It's or like going
2: room. to a biodome to start over. It's <laughs> like rebooting your system. It's crazy stuff, man. It's not science.
3: I've heard of it before. I just don't know. That just seems like an extreme measure. Now, I I would imagine if, let's say, we got to a point in science where they're like, this is the difference between going under surgery like a gastric bypass or simply maybe a transfer. I mean, obviously, that would be a move forward, don't you think? I mean, anytime you don't have to put somebody under and uh, operate... Uh, is considered to probably a win, you know, and still be able to get similar outcomes as far as natural weight loss. But that's just nutty to think that like somebody's right. like I'm a I'm a fecal donor. <laughs>
2: <Gross>. <laughs> what do
3: you do for a living, fecal donor? You're like, oh, you touched everything.
2: Wow, I need. We're to- in some <laughs> awful territory this morning. <laughs> Holy smoke! You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. Put me in a good mood. You guys brought the best station. <laughs> Channel.
3: One. Good morning, guys.
2: Good morning,
1: morning. Mary.
3: What's going on, Mary? What's up with you?
1: Nothing. Just talking about guts. Yeah, and- guts and fecal <laughs> transplants.
3: You know, the huge
0: Of all the things to get me to call in, I'm like, it's a fecal transplant. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? <laughs> and no, for real. So um, this summer I was at a pool party and there were a bunch of local uh, medical health people there and they were talking about this, not in terms of weight loss, but as a means to cure people from very serious intestinal conditions and diseases. And so right now they're testing it locally with kids, um, but then they're hopeful that eventually they can use the same idea with adults who basically can't even work any longer because they they have such issues. um, They'd be able to restore their quality of life. It's fascinating.
2: Yeah, it's like I wasn't joking. It's high science. It's a big deal. They really think this is groundbreaking stuff, fecal transplant. Yeah, but
0: they're... I, I was so captivated by it because I'm like, don't you have to scrub the poop and get, they're like, no, it's the bacteria you have. To, it's got to be from that. And, the, you know, like some people talk about their neighbors giving them their poop or different things. But I'm like, medically, they're they're serious about it, not just doing something shady in a hotel, but, you know, <laughs> really using it to the advantage to change people's lives. Well, the wow. guy who wow. did it,
2: the do-it-yourself version, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. He had to get um, a healthy sample and they made it in a pill form. So yeah. he's describing how that's weird. He's oh. eating a pill, yeah. but he went to a hotel for a, for a couple of days, and he's wearing gloves. He's completely trying to clean himself of himself. Okay, he's trying to get all his bacteria away from himself, and then rebooting himself with someone else's clean bacteria. Well, how the
1: hell do you do that? You just you're scrubbing your. He I did guess all that stuff.
2: To... He really did. He did a, like did like a silkwood. Bath. Wow. And then rebooted himself. I don't know what it is. It would be interesting to see what it was long term. In the short term, he was a yeah. guy that had a ton of those kind of problems. Okay. Um, All right. Um, wow. And, uh, digestive problems and this kind of stuff. And but yeah, but we should like leave it to the experts. <laughs> no,
0: for sure. Yeah, but it, to me, I was captivated by it because it was such a simple idea—taking chunks of tissue and transplanting organs. Or I mean, this was just about like the material, and it seemed to me like the way they were talking about the difference for these kids and ultimately adults, I was, I mean, I really was was excited about it for these people to think about having a normal life,
2: you know? That's pretty cool. Hey, Mary, Mary, thanks for for bringing back Peter Jacobson yesterday. That was really nice. Um, uh,
0: Did you enjoy meeting him?
2: Yes, Um, yes, Mary and her husband, Troy, were nice enough to bring back uh the professional golfer and, and PGA announcer
1: Peter Jacobson who was in Omaha and came back and talked to me and party. Me and party <sighs> were so excited. He was a great guy. Um that you know, it was nice meeting him and it was funny because uh our boss asked me, he goes, did you get a, at least get a photo with him? I'm like, you know what? It, we didn't want to ruin the moment. I, I didn't want to ruin the moment. And two, it's like, it was yeah. so such a, I felt like we we're buds. And it's like, I forgot. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, "Oh, will see you tomorrow.
2: Mary, he was telling us what, like how he broadcasts, like how when he does the uh-huh. golf. And he did his own voice. He's like, when Roy comes up, I say, here's Roy. <laughs> yeah. And he talked about how he likes to use the silence, like to speak, no one to speak and when not to speak.
3: That's really interesting.
0: He's
2: good. Love the
1: guy. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And thanks for taking my call. Oh, you bet. Hey, on the
1: morning (laughs) blend, you should uh, talk about this a little bit in your opening segment.
3: Yeah. Why not?
2: (laughs) Okay. Just to see what Mike, just to see what the look on Mike's face.
3: Right. And the thing is, is that you can just always tell them if they want to learn the real unvarnished version, they can just listen to the Big Party Show podcast yeah. to really hear how these three medical professionals weighed in. Okay. hey, Thanks, Mary. We're all the same family. Same
1: family. Okay. All right, take care. That's
2: Mary Nelson from KMTV's mm-hmm. Morning Blend weekdays at 9 a.m. with Mike DiGiacomo. Yes. Uh, uh, golf uh, this weekend is the Ryder Cup. Is it? Yes. And if you watch it on TV, you'll be hearing Peter Jacobson yeah. doing the...
1: He had to take right off out of here after we we're chatting with him and after he did the Morning Blend segment and jump on the plane and head out there, so...
2: You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. Ninety-four one. One.
3: one. Alec Baldwin is going to be playing Donald Trump this season on Saturday Night Live. Uh, the season premiere is this Saturday. Uh, Margot Robbie is going to be the, the, the host as well as the weekend as the musical guest. But the talk is is all about uh, Alec Baldwin sticking around all season to play Donald Trump. I mean, it's an election year, which is always big ratings for Saturday Night Live. And I suppose they wanted to be sure that they nailed it.
2: He's one of those rare guys, Alec Baldwin, that all the Lauren Michaels and all of them say he could be a cast member. Yeah. They say that about Timberlake. You know, uh, it's yeah. rarefied Steve air. Steve Martin. Yep. Well, Steve
3: Martin was a cast
1: member, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah well, he or comes at least back. a
2: comic. But right. yeah, they're saying... Uh, Baldwin absolutely could be a cast member. I guess the he's writers like, are like, he's he brilliant. comes by
1: all the yeah. time. Yeah. Cause he's going to be a part-time. That's his deal now for the most part, I guess. Right. Part-time cast member.
3: Yeah. I was gonna say whenever they need a Trump, he's there. Um, so, uh, the, I guess also the, it's been announced that the, uh, the former star and creator of the Broadway smash Hamilton, that Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to be hosting Saturday night live October 8th. And that is going to be Twenty One Pilots is going to be the musical guest that week. So this Mm is the forty second season of Saturday Night Live. Uh, They'll have a lot to uh, to talk about and uh, about what this election cycle. Kate McKinnon is going to be reprising her role of uh, of doing Hillary Clinton. John Favreau is going to be bringing a live action version of The Lion King to movie theaters. After taking on the Jungle Book, um, the Iron Man director has decided that in addition to doing Jungle Book 2, he would like to team up with uh, Disney for a new live action remake of the beloved 1994 animated hit The Lion King. So
2: it comes out as a cartoon movie and then it comes Broadway with actors and set pieces and now a movie. Yes. Those set pieces when they did that traveling Broadway thing look pretty neat.
3: I have yet to go see. You know, see, where it's I
2: mean, a human standing behind the right lion piece.
1: Or whatever. Oh yeah, and they're moving it yeah. or whatever. Yeah,
3: how nuts is that? When you see all the, I mean, I've heard the stage version is just absolutely jaw dropping to watch all those people move all of those cool pieces, you know, together while singing and doing whatever else they do. And dancing. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is going to judge a new NBC competition called World of Dance. I don't know if this is sort of a shot at Fox's So You Think You Can Dance and also ABC's Dancing with the Stars, but it's a 10 episode series. Jennifer Lopez has already been named an executive producer. It's going to challenge competitors to show off their talents in a wide array of genres, including hip hop, ballroom, crumping (laughs) and ballet. Ah, uh, the ultimate winner would walk away uh, with one million dollars as prize. The premiere date for World of Dance yet to be announced. And Tom Hiddleston was able to avoid any talk of his relationship with ex-girlfriend uh, Taylor Swift in a recent Q and A. He sat down with his buddy, Benedict Cumberbatch. It was one of those deals where, you know, it's for interview magazine, where it's like your friend, you know, like celebrity friends interview each other.
2: Or they're both aliens. Right. They both have the same weird triangle head.
3: Yes, they do have that kind of um Skinny like, head. Um, Revenge of Mars or invasion <laughs> of Mars heads. Uh, so one important topic that Cumberbatch decided to skip was Hiddleston's ex-girlfriend Taylor Swift. He said, I just want to say that I'm not going to ask questions about my friend's personal life just because there are unsolicited photographs of him and a certain someone in a relationship or together. So I guess that was uh, their way of getting around it. But, of course, everyone stopped reading at that point. (laughs) I have no idea what else they said in the interview once they said that they weren't going to be talking about that.
1: I don't even want to know. I don't care.
3: Brad Pitt is uh, taking no chances in the upcoming custody battle against soon-to-be ex-wife Angelina Jolie. There are reports that Pitt volunteered to take a drug test amid allegations that he got physically abusive in front of his six kids aboard a private jet earlier this month. So I guess Brad Pitt voluntarily is said to have taken a drug test. Wasn't asked by authorities. He just did it. They didn't force him. Uh, It was just... It wasn't part of the process. He just wants to be careful. Doesn't it feel guess. like this
1: thing's gone out of, just out of control? What did you say? Physical abuse?
3: Yeah, that's, that's I don't know. I mean. I, I, I,
1: well, if you hit his kid. Well, yeah. You can hit your kid if you want. Can't you? No. Not legally. Actually, you can't. That's BS. That just irritates me. You can't even even discipline your own child.
3: Somebody could bring charges against you. I mean, they could find it, like, they could say, like, okay, you know, I mean, DCFS could step in and exonerate you and say, like, it wasn't that big of abuse. But it's more the public shaming. Yeah. I mean, the idea that you've already been brushed with, you know, doubt by the fact that all it takes is somebody to say, like, well, I saw you spank so-and-so in the aisle at high V and, you know... I mean, that's why. But it's also kids learn that so early learn that, you can't, that, that, you, can't touch that you can't touch them in public.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. saw Brad Pitt beating up his kids. <laughs> well, and he's a high profile guy. So <laughs> yeah. I'm curious who ratted him out. So this is They're saying some one of the
3: airport tarmac airport people? I don't know.
2: Baggage handler.
3: Hope you hit the lottery because you probably lost your job. Uh, and uh, Vice President Joe Biden- he is doing everything he can off his bucket list before he wraps up his vice presidential duties. Last night, he appeared on Law & Order SVU. Mm, I'm
2: glad governance is <laughs> not filling too much of his time. Oh,
3: he's vice president. Come on. Chicken right. or steak? I mean, no really? steak
2: funeral to go to. No.
3: Yeah, that's this Friday. Uh, his appearance is to highlight that it's on us, you know, that campaign about um, sexual assaults. And you know, speaking up and saying something. Um, so it was just kind of interesting. Hey, uh,
2: who is going to go to the funeral for C- Simon Perez?
3: Everybody. Uh, the Obama President too? Obama's going. Uh, pre- former presidents Clinton and his wife Hillary Clinton. They're
2: going Friday.
3: Yes. Well, so how? W-
2: what about you're going to D.C.? Aren't you going to the White House? Is he going to be there or not? Yeah.
3: Well, we got an email. They uh, they're going to be starting the party later in order to accommodate. Yeah, because he's travel.
2: leaving Friday
1: Jerusalem and make it back for a party. Yeah. Yes. He's flying about. 15 hours because they're 8 hours ahead right so they're gonna fly f- 13 to 15 hours their funeral you know, and then jump back on the plane so and like then do this they're gonna thing. be like
2: alright that's the funeral there's uh coffee and donuts in the other room and Obama's gonna, gonna be like we're bailing <laughs> he's gonna make awkward <laughs> eye contact with like the prime minister of England like are
1: you staying
3: and I'm, the guy's like no dude, I got stuff too I gotta bail yeah is Prince anyone, Charles is, is going is anyone
1: doing the reception uh, I no, would I, hate it Fifteen hours on a plane. Well, then again, it's his. Plane. Yeah, but it's also Air Force One. When yeah. They've got a bedroom.
3: You can nap. You can lay down. They've got a bedroom. They got a full kitchen. I mean, yeah. you In can Air Force One. Yeah. So, like, they can go. I bet. I guarantee you, he'll be taking a nap.
1: Oh yes.
3: I'm sure that they'll be like, all right, give him an hour, and then go wake him gently. Don't want to upset the president. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel
1: 94.1. Here
3: we are. Broadcasting
0: live. One.